Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mina Kimes, Tim Kalashaw, Frank Gaisola, and making their Around the Horn debut, Martenzi wow. Johnson. Huzzah! Welcome, Martenzi. Today, we go. Eric Bieniemy says, why not Washington? Lamar Jackson has a Watson deal or bust idea. And the Bruins' bold strategy for the points record. We could care less. Let's go around the horn. Terrible. Terrible. I want a Mina deal. That's what I want. Martenzi Johnson comes to us, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, born and raised on Wisconsin, and then Missouri Journalism School. You've read him at Enscape, and his most recent piece on the legacy of Bill Russell is a must-read. Martenzi, tell us your life story. Start at the beginning, leave nothing out. You've got seven seconds. Yeah, I was born at uh, 2 p.m. Uh, I'm a Gemini, and literally my first words were, Bucks in six. Oh, okay. So he's putting it out there, Milwaukee. <laughs> Welcome. You know how the show works, right? This is how this show works. Your first mute. Let's go around the horn. Our first word, Eric B. Enemy, introduced today as Washington Commander's offensive coordinator. One thing in this profession you learn, comfort is the enemy of progress. Okay? So when it's all said and done with, I don't like being comfortable. So I'm about accepting challenges and moving forward. So this presents a challenge. But when it's all said and done with, why not Washington? Why not Washington? On how you heard Eric Bieniemy today, should we go to the rookie first? Let's go around the horn, Martenzi Johnson. Why not Washington? Because they swap out quarterbacks and head coaches. (laughs) Like I switched my Air Jordans. That's why not Washington. But what he just said there, comfort is the enemy of progress, that's a bar. That's a coach that you want to play for. So I understand why he got this job. Now, I could harp on the fact that he's had a top five offense for the last five years and does not have a head coaching position. I could harp on the fact that he outdueled the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator for the Eagles in the Super Bowl, and they got a job, and he didn't. But I won't because he's accepted his fate and he wants to be an offensive coordinator. He doesn't see this as a lateral move. And I have to believe him at this point. Frank Isola, how'd you hear Eric BN me today? You know, I, I thought it was interesting because even though he's won two Super Bowls, it's almost as if he was introducing himself to other NFL owners, I think to the public at large. You don't really see him talking that much. You don't see him in a suit. So I think he's getting very good advice. This was handled like he was a, it was a head coach press conference. And so from that standpoint, I thought he knocked it out of the park. But I would say this about the job that he got. And he talked about a challenge. This is a challenge because you don't have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback anymore. I wouldn't mind working for Ron Rivera. But going to that organization, that is not going to be easy. To me, he's taking a big chance here for a number of reasons. I would have loved to go to Baltimore. If I'm going to leave and make a lateral move, I'd rather go to a more stable organization. You find yourself asking why Washington instead of why not Washington. Tim Kalashaw, to you. (laughs) 
you know, as the only panelist, Tony, who took the blue line out to Washington to FedEx to see Sam Howell <laughs> and then you walk, play the yeah, Cowboys the in the line, final right? game. Like I saw this team. This <laughs> offense has some potential. This offense has some potential. Do they have but a no, quarterback? Really, I mean, you have no, but they will. They always have a mild, <laughs> mid-tier quarterback. But the thing is, you look at at his attitude. He interviewed 15 times for our head coaching jobs. Didn't get any of them, obviously. And every time he went to an interview, the worst he could say, had to say was, well, we were in the AFC Championship game last year, and we were one of the <laughs> highest-ranked offenses. So I, I don't know how he, he manages to, uh, to do it, but at least this time, whatever they do in Washington, good, he will get the credit for it. And Mina Kimes on what you heard from Eric Bieniemy today, and what do you think of this move? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how Eric Bieniemy performs in interviews behind closed doors, but out in the open, he sure does seem and sound like a head coach. I thought uh, he came across great, but I was equally interested by something he didn't say at his presser. Uh, Sam Fortier for the Washington Post reported that when he met Sam Howell, he said, I feel like I already know you. That tells me that he has spent a lot of time talking to Washington about a plan for Sam Howell, and there may be some truth to the idea that they plan to roll with a second-year player. And, and I have to say, I'm actually pretty excited about that because a lot of things that Sam Howell is good at based on his time at UNC and the limited action we saw last year, quick release, deep ball mobility, are things that Eric Bieniemy knows how to capitalize oh. on as a play caller. Not saying he's going to be Mahomes, but I am saying we will see some of the principles we saw with Kansas City, and I think that's pretty exciting. So presumption that he took this job and they were going to get a new quarterback this year you don't exactly think that has to be the final result here it could be Sam Hell's job and that could be the enemy's next project I do believe that. And I also would say it's not um, a career killer for Eric Bieniemy. If they do go with Sam Howell, the expectations will be very low. He has an opportunity to leapfrog those expectations, I believe, and show he can develop a young quarterback. And I think that could be really fascinating. Let's take a look at the scores now that we have Martenzi Johnson in his first career show. Tim Kalashaw on his 1,969th <laughs> show. Zero nice. points, Tim. Martenzi Johnson in the lead. What we'll are you saying? On. What are you saying? Alabama, South Carolina last night. Very good basketball game. This is not a story about a basketball game. For a headline to read, Miller plays amid link to shooting. Hits OT winner. Four, Brandon Miller's career high, 41 to come. Two days after, detective testified of his involvement in transporting a gun to what turned into the site of a murder. It's the position Alabama, the university, and the basketball team and basketball fans around the country find themselves in last night. It was about three and a half hours before tip-off when Alabama announced Miller would play. Via statement, school noted he was active because he was never considered a suspect, only a cooperative witness in the ongoing murder investigation into the death of Jamia Janae Harris, for which Alabama player, and now former player, Darius Miles is facing capital charges. On the court, ESPN's Jeff Borzello reported Miller was heckled by South Carolina fans with chance of guilty and lock him up. Tim Kalisha watching it all play out last night. Where were your thoughts? I mean, there are a lot of thoughts, and to try to condense them, uh, you know, I would say first, anytime you're asking the university president and the legal counsel about playing a player, maybe you've already answered the question. Maybe if you're going that far, you, do, you shouldn't be. But I think that's, that's kind of an easy answer for outsiders to say, sit him, sit this lottery pick who can take you to the final four, you know, because because of this this thing that's out there. If you can believe uh, Miller's uh, Miller's attorney, 
that the, 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 gun, the gun is not his. The gun is in the backseat. The gun is under some clothes. He didn't touch the gun. He didn't even possibly see the gun. Uh, and, and he left when, when the shooting started. Then there may be a degree of at least not guilty, I won't say innocence, to what Miller did that night. If he was already headed that way long before the text message came in uh, from, from Darius Miles saying, I need my gun. So it's a, it's a very tough situation. I don't think it's as easy as saying end this guy's college career. And, and, and the hard part for me is if you take him out now, how do you ever get him back on the floor? Mina Kimes watching it play out last night. You know, the first story I read about this this morning wasn't about the basketball, but it was an interview on AL.com with the stepfather of Jimmy Harris, where he spoke about how hurtful it was to read coach Nate Oates's comments saying Miller was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Now, the coach has since apologized for that, saying he has more information. But reading that, I was thinking, what is it like to be the family of this woman today, seeing basketball commentary and having her senseless murder almost positioned as an afterthought or at at worst adversity, which is something we see too often, I think, with sports. And that's not to say that Miller should never play college basketball again, but I firmly believe he shouldn't have played last night because it sets us up for this moment where everything, talking about his performance, it just feels incredibly callous. Frank Isola. I, I can't believe he played last night. Listen, the guy's a great player. He's going to be a lottery pick. When you talk about ending his college career, his college career is going to be over the first week of April, whether they go to the Final Four, play in the national championship, whatever the case may be. You, you can, I, I read what his attorney said. You, he, he makes him out to be like he had, he's the most naive person in the world. This is his friend, yet he's picking him up at 2, 3 in the morning, regardless of that. He is connected in somehow to this. He should not, at the very least, after the information that came out two days ago, how about pausing for a week at least? To have him out there playing last night, I don't know how you can justify We're suspending guys for cheating on tests, for stealing an apple from the cafeteria. I mean, come on. It, it doesn't make any sense that he was playing last night. I'm sorry. Martenzi Johnson. Yeah, I think it would be disingenuous to one downplay that he did play well last night. Like the 41 points being a career high, it's not that that's not important, but that is something that happened. But as I'm watching this game, as I'm watching him make the game-winning shot, all I can think of is this woman that she is no longer living, that she left a child because of partly the actions of the Alabama player. And until we can get past that point, like you said, maybe he plays again, maybe he doesn't. I don't really care. Like, he's going to be a top five pick in the NBA no matter what, so why does it really matter? But we can stop for a second and acknowledge the fact that someone who was at least tangentially uh, related to this incident was playing last night and – all we seem to care about was that he scored 41 points in Alabama. Well, I, I wouldn't exactly say that. But the school does, of course, care about their basketball team. And they are making decisions. And Tim Kalashaw, I'll bring you back in here. That, that's their right to make decisions like this. This is a program, though, which also has a former player, but a player at the time now charged with capital uh, murder charges. Right. Yeah, I mean, and that's obviously a, a challenging situation. I just wanted to say we want things to be a certain way. But I just watched Calvin, Calvin Joseph play an entire season for the Cowboys after being in a car in which a murder was committed. And, and there's no question about that. And he was not as quick to go to the authorities as Brandon Miller was. So, I mean, these things aren't always the way we'd like them to be. 
Mina, you, you brought something up about how it's viewed as sometimes. Well, we heard Nate Oates last night called the mental toughness of Brandon Miller, you know, being praised for that. How this has become something that's adversity for the team and the program, and they pray at the practice when all that does is really demonstrate how far removed this is from the reality of the family, of the Harris family. That piece you talked about, Joe Goodman in Alabama.com. Interesting piece that he wrote interviewing. And I walked away with one more thing on this, you know. It was the wrong place at the wrong time. Oates' initial comments, which he's taken back, he did nothing wrong. An- another comment. But did anybody do anything right here? We'll take a break. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Grey Goose. In today's Lamar Jackson report from ESPN's Jeremy Fowler and Jameson Hensley, there was a note here that Jackson in refusing all the offers from Baltimore last year, or in all his counter offers that he made, he asked for fully guaranteed deals that exceeded Deshaun Watson's deal with Cleveland. So, Mina Kimes, as you consider what might be ahead, buy or sell? I am buying that he's asking for it, and I am buying that it's logical. We talk about the Watson contract being what he wants, but I'm going to point you to a different quarterback, and that's Kirk Cousins, who played things out with Washington, left, and got the first multi-year fully guaranteed contract. I think we would all agree Lamar Jackson is a more valuable quarterback than Kirk Cousins, so of course he's looking at that and saying, yeah, I'll play this out because if you let me leave, another team will pay me that money. Tim Kalashaw. I'm not even totally sure about that Cousins point, but I'm going to leave that alone for now because I know where that's going to go. Let me Cousins over just say Lamar this. Jackson. I, let me, let like me say that. I didn't say that. Look at me in his face. That. You said well, it. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. The Deshaun Watson contract, he basically became a free agent in the most tortured way ever, and we hope nobody ever repeats that. Lamar isn't free. Mina mentioned Cousins uh, playing for the franchise tag. That's what he had to do. That's what Dak had to do. Sometimes you have to do that. Lamar may have to play one year for $40 million and, and live with that and because he's not going to get that Deshaun Watson money and he doesn't deserve it. Martenzie Johnson. I'm buying it. This man had 36 touchdowns and 1,200 yards rushing in the same season as my Anscape teammate Dominique Foxworth would say. 
hate him. Okay, but Tim Kalisha, either he's part of the four horsemen here or he's saying that was four <laughs> years ago. If, yeah, four, four is more than the minus two points that Tim Kalisha has right now. Oh. <laughs> 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 Wow. It's Frank Isola on Lamar Jackson. Okay. Yeah, so Mina's going to tell you that quarterback records don't matter because it doesn't support our argument. He's been oh, part God. of one oh, playoff win. Oh, my goodness, what's happening far. right now? All right, that, that, that's number Woo. one. The guy, you could definitely win with him, but can we at least acknowledge he's coming off of a serious knee injury? He is a running quarterback. We're just going to break the bank now for the guy? I'd be careful with that. And he should not leave Baltimore. It's the best organization for him. Oh, wait. Is there an answer to the question, though, Frank, before I go back yes. to Mina here? I'm not giving him crazy money. You're not guaranteeing he to get the He's going to get crazy money anyway. doesn't have to be Deshaun Watson. Mina back money. in. Yeah, I mean, good luck wandering in the quarterback wilderness if you let him go, Baltimore, because all offseason we're going to be talking about desperate teams, and you'll suddenly become one of them. Tim Kalashoff picking up the pieces of your life after MJ just moonwalked all over you. We'll move on. NBA second half. Here we go. Russell Westbrook introducing himself to the Clippers. Hello. Kevin Durant reportedly could be ready to play Sunday for Phoenix. And here are the standings in Boston and Denver. Hang on to the one. Tim Kalashow, which team or storyline are you most intrigued by in the second half? Well, there is that Mavericks team in the standings there with the six. Still trying to win their first game with Luka and Kyrie on the floor. They've lost to Sacramento, Minnesota, mm. and Team Giannis so far. Mm. But I do think they'll beat the Spurs tonight, and I do think they'll get something going, and it will at least, whatever the result, be fun to watch for a short period of time. Martenzi Johnson. Oh, it's the Milwaukee Bucks through and through. They're 12-0 and in their last 12 games. They've averaged 120 points in those 12 games. They have the number three defense in the league. Bucks in six. Mina Kimes. The Bucks? Oh my gosh, it's the Suns. The Suns, the super team. Once Kevin Durant plays, we have 20 games to see if the combination of him, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker can be the dominant offense they have the potential to be, or if they flame out, and which would be a huge strategy. And Frank Isola. Just a little note to Martenzi. This isn't ESPN Milwaukee. It's ESPN National. <laughs> you don't have to just talk about the Milwaukee Bucks here. The team, as Mina said, is the Phoenix Suns. They added Kevin Durant, but I'll play by your rules. He could play Sunday on national TV in Milwaukee. So there you go. I made it come full uh, oh, wow. back to the Bucks. Mm. What a pro. Fire cell three. We could care less. Who said it? Brad Marshad said it. What did he say about the Bruins could care less or is it couldn't care less about the all-time wins record, all-time points record. Bruins on pace for both 133 points, which would break the 77 Canadians record of 132, and 63 wins, which would break the 62-win record by the 96 Red Wings, 19 Lightning. Martenzi, buy or sell the Bruins not carry. I buy it. Uh, as far as I know about hockey players, they take themselves very seriously, so why would he lie? Um, and they've probably seen what's happened in other sports where you go for the record, even a scoring record, <coughs> LeBron, and your team doesn't <laughs> succeed in the end. So I'm buying it, and hopefully they can uh, win the Stanley Cup trophy. Oh, boy. Oh, 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 oh. It's just a cup. It doesn't need to be a trophy. It's just a cup. Frank Isola, how about you? Yeah, well, well, all right, Brad, we know two things. You could get both. You could still finish with the best record and still win the Stanley Cup. They're not mutually exclusive. This is the problem, though. Why not give the team with the best record, NBA, the same thing, NHL, give them a buy and also a little bit of money for finishing with the best record league. Incentivize somehow the regular season, even for the fans. How about that, Frank? Mean comes. Frank trying to 
fix hockey structurally. Uh, I'm just here to talk about the quote. Of course they're going to say that. What do you expect them to say? Yeah, we care about breaking records. Number one rule about a record in a team sport is you don't talk about the record or else you risk becoming the, you know, the punchline of coming back from a three to one. Yes, okay. I was going to invite you to make an NBA comparison, which I don't always do here, but of course the Warriors wanted that 73 win record. And they got there, and it was great for the regular season in the sport, maybe not for the team in the finals. Kalashaw, last word on this. You know, they are chasing two of the most legendary teams, the Ken Dryden, Guy Lafleur Canadians of the 70s, and the five Russian Red Wings in the 90s. And to be even mentioned with those teams should be great. And to say we could care less, why don't you just tell people not to watch hockey, Brad? (laughs) I mean, the sport has enough trouble getting ratings. Don't tell them that this thing you're doing doesn't have any meaning. It does. Or tell them we couldn't care less and get it right. You know, one or the other. Either, yeah. (sighs) The rookie advancing. Uh, Maybe it was more Kalashaw and Isola. Uh, in some spots here, but no, this is going to look good. Mina Khan. ESPN Milwaukee, baby. Z Johnson in his first show in Showdown in four Milwaukee stand-up. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Making showdown in your first career show? Eh, that happens all the time. But winning showdown. Panelists are 10 and 12 all time in their first show. Good luck, Martenzi Johnson. Here you go, Mina Kaim. Showdown one, the She Believes Cup. U.S. two, Brazil one. Alex Morgan, curler in the first half. Mallory Swanson continuing her world takeover in the second. And with that, another She Believes Cup win for the Amerikan. And after losing three straight games last fall, raising some eyebrows, six straight wins. Mina, what's the number one takeaway? It's Mallory Swanson who was named the best player in the tournament. She scored eight goals in her last six games. She scored half of their goals this year. She has long been talked about as the future of U.S. soccer. We are seeing it happen mm-hmm. right before our eyes. Martendi Johnson. Yeah, as much as I like the future myself, let's go to the past a little bit. And that goal by Alex Morgan, the way she curved it was like watching the movie Wanted again. That was so amazing. And shout out to Angelina Jolie. Oh, okay. I I didn't see that one happening there. But so you're comparing yourself to Mallory Swanson because the future and Mina Kimes is Alex Morgan. Wow. Mm. Exactly. I think that's a compliment. I'll take that. We'll yeah. I, I should get the point for the compliment. There you go. Showdown two. Check out this. Mississippi State pitcher Gerangelo Sinje. He's a switch pitcher. Throws 90-plus from the right. He struck out six yesterday. 
And he throws 90-plus from the left, where he struck out another in his first start. Martenzi, gimmicky or game-changer? Oh, I think it's a game-changer. I'm imagining a scenario where he's striking out righty after righty after righty. And so the skipper's like, all right, let's throw the lefty out there. And this is what he's going to literally do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me Kimes, how about you? <laughs> Yeah, I agree. This is a game changer. We know the potential for gamesmanship when it comes to deploying a pitcher who can actually do this. The question hasn't been, you know, are their pitchers trying it? It's can they do it at a high level? And as you said, he pitches with great velocity with both arms. That's what's new here. Mm-hmm. Martenzi Johnson. Oh, well, let's see what you got for FaceTime. Let's go. No, I'm, I'm going to use this because I'm, I'm just so grateful for this opportunity. I'm just a kid from Milwaukee, 21st Street Elementary School, Samuel uh, Morris Middle School, Bradley Tech High School, which is right here. I brought the letterman with me. Uh, I'm so grateful to be here. I started as an intern in 2014, and now I've gotten to this point. I can't really explain it. It's great. I'm, I'm living a life. Martenzi Johnson, his first career show, his first career win. Don't be a stranger. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. We'll see you tomorrow around the horn.